how we start? Are you ready? It's always how we start. Ready? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, we're recording? Yes, we are. <laughs> Sweet. It's tradition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. It's been a while. Most of you have no fucking idea who this is. <laughs> how so? I don't know. Uh, Andy. Uh, Chris. Chris over there. Uh, welcome to the Permanent Relegation Podcast. Tom Izzo looks pasty. Uh, we're not. Uh, that's That was seven years ago. <laughs> to the day. The funny thing is, is that uh, yeah. we'll get to a lot of things that we want to talk about here uh, shortly, but... Um, uh, Chris mentioned uh, the other day that uh, we were we've been talking about doing this for about three weeks now, yeah. and uh, uh, you looked up historicals yeah. on when we did this. I did, and you and uh, we were like, man, it's because I was getting <laughs> the funny thing is I have uh, the the podcast on my LinkedIn, uh, and I yeah. was getting so I. I was getting messages of happy thanks uh, happy work anniversary. Oh shit! And I was like, can't be for my my regular nine to five because uh, that was in August. Yeah, figures nine to five, your sales, it makes sense. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. just saying yeah. nine to five yeah, for of course. You're, those you're, out you're there. You're numero, numero uno job. I'm, I am number, my numero uno job. <laughs> <laughs> numero, numero uno job. That is severe Spanglish right there. Uh, but we were, uh, we've been talking about getting the show started back up again, and we'll get into the specifics of why we haven't done a show, what brought us back, and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, we were trying to figure out when we were going to do this because we just wanted to have uh chris and myself um doing a, a show like this again uh just just the two of us um making it if we try just the two of us you and I. you and I. okay um but uh uh you had gone into the archives and started to look at when the first show was mm-hmm. and it Went was back to the old soundcloud it was march 16th 15th 15th that's what today is march 15th well technically what i'd looked is it didn't have a date soundcloud wonderfully set up does not have the specific date so i went in yeah well you got to hover over the three-year date or the whatever date it says seven years ago doesn't have a specific date so i actually just started playing there like ufc 158 i was like Mm. hold on when was that oh that was march 16th 2013 so i was like oh and we did it the day before so so I invited you over to the house. That's true. And we were like, let's do a podcast. And, and we had no idea what the hell we were doing. We still don't. Yep. Uh, we were <laughs> we making fun of uh, Vlog Talk Radio. Is that what that oh, was called? Yeah. yeah. We, we did We did me. one episode, a yeah. precursor to what this is, uh, on Vlog precursor Talk. Precursor to the shit show yes. that became this thing. That, that was a shit show. I, was, yeah. I remember sitting outside of my old house, uh, and Will was on at his house and you were on at your house in my driveway walking yes. around my driveway i was sitting on the that small ass porch i had <laughs> yeah. in my old house yep. and like just we were just talking and then we realized you know what we could probably do something like this uh if it is a little bit more um structured yeah <laughs> yeah maybe just uh hawk some stuff on the internet and see what happens and, and then, then the, we did the the big 10 tournament was on yep uh was. and we sat and made fun of uh, tom izzo for about 15 to 20 minutes and it, just it was literally about 20 seconds. I listened back to that episode. It was it was probably our best episode ever. <laughs> I listened back through quite a few of them, and I realized that the first, first one, that we hit the high down, point. High watermark. High watermark for the next three years, yes. four years was just downhill. So, well, in seven years, we've uh, garnered like over a thousand followers on Twitter, which I would have never imagined. Yeah. Uh, so, so thank you for those who are listening and follow us on Twitter at PR Podcast Show. Um, we we uh, created a website. We made stickers. We killed the website. We killed the <laughs> website. Uh, we we made scarves. 
and we sold out of those. Some of us uh, gave away more scarves yeah, than we sold. I gave away a lot, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But we, I have seen uh, pictures of, yes. of actually Peter Wilt still wears our scarf every once in a while. It was well done. It was well made. Yes. Um, uh, Global Scarves. Global Scarves. Globalscarves.com. Yeah. They helped us out and, and hooked us up with the I deal. wonder if they're still in business. Uh, <laughs> I think they are. I don't know. <laughs> Let's find I'm out. I'm going to go take a look-see. Uh, but we, uh, we did a lot, um, and uh, I just wanted to also say just – because of the uh, current climate in the world right now. Uh, I hope everybody is safe and clean. Uh, <laughs> it's weird because it, I, I, a lot of people are like, hey, stay safe out there. And I feel like it's like, why don't you just everybody be clean? Just be clean. Just, yeah, just, just, clean, cl- just clean yourself and don't uh, cough on people. Uh, you were you and I were talking the other day about how toddlers tell secrets and they just yep. cough directly into your yep. mouth. Yep. <laughs> That's the five-year-old way. Yes. So don't do that. And global globalscarves.com is still in business. They still so, are. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe nice. maybe we can order some of these sweet beanies. Oh, Even sweet. though winter is almost over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, okay. uh, stay safe out there. Uh, but it, the weird thing was is we were actually talking about this before everything shut down. And we were just like, maybe we should start a show again. Yep. But it's been three years. Uh, our last show, if you go and check out uh, SoundCloud or, or whatever podcast, iTunes, uh, Google Play, the last podcast we put out was with Burt Kreischer, who, uh, for those who don't know, is a comedian, had nothing to do with soccer, because uh, we were at that time, we were just like, let's do something that doesn't have to do with Yeah, we'd really soccer. burned ourselves out pretty right. bad. Uh, and so he was uh, uh, nice enough to come on the show. We picked him up from the, from the club. Um, he was pretty drunk. And uh, so was the owner of the comedy club that Who does was supposed not, to be his handler that does not uh, exist anymore. No, it does not. <laughs> no, it does. And not. then we did Snow Angels at one o'clock in the morning. I feel like it did better as a uh, Don Pablo than it did as a <laughs> <laughs> yeah as little, a comedy club. little teaser of which comedy club we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, everything is canceled right now. So I hope uh, everything is canceled. I hope we'll postpone. But I hope that you are uh, enjoying your time at home with your loved ones or by yourself. Introverts are like, yes, sweet. This is amazing. Um, but uh, here's some content for you to listen to for whoever knows how long we're going to sit here and talk today. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, why did we take a break? Do we want to talk about that? Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. I would like to talk about that. Yes. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> uh, little quick little backstory because it is the seven year anniversary of the show. Uh, Chris and I have been friends for over 10 years now. Yep. Um, and we had both been listening to podcasts for a while and decided, you know what, let's just, let's just do a podcast. And then the first few episodes were at my house where we were just talking about like video games and shit like that. And then we got, uh, uh, through some connections I had at the work at, t- at work at the time, um, we had, uh, an in with Peter Wilt, who was rumored to be starting a, a local soccer club here. Mm-hmm. We got him on. At a bar that also no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that we've touched that are yeah. no longer around. <laughs> uh, Chatham's still around. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we uh, got Peter on, had a great show with him. Uh, you ate a habanero pe- pepper after the show. Uh, yes. Yeah. Habanero pepper. Habanero pepper. Yeah, I, just, I actually just went and raced around in an Indy car. That oh, was yeah. in May. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was yeah. May of and then so uh, Peter was gracious enough to, because he had a good time, um, say, hey, you have free access to the team. Anybody you want to talk to, you can talk to. And that team had since not been named yet and then turned yep. into Indy 11. Yep. And then obviously the rest is history, and you guys have been listening to us talk to players and interview players. 
Uh, and then it got to the point um, where we did some fun stuff we put on the Euchre tournament. That was cool. Yeah, a couple years. And that uh -huh. still gets talked about, actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, the One of the belts is actually still hanging in Chatham. Yeah. Um, the ball that we signed had signed from all of the uh, first season players. Were in in uh, Cleberson. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's still at Chatham uh, up on the north side in Fishers. Uh, we've, we made some pretty good friendships with, with players and staff members yeah, um, uh, as well. And it just got to the point where uh, about right after the switch to Lucas Oil uh, was when you and I both kind of even like we didn't really <coughs> talk to each other about it. We just both kind of just fell off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, for me, obviously, it was a little – it was a little bit more personal than even for you and I don't need to rehash all the things that happened but there were definite plays where we had tied so much of this show so much of our energy and honestly our, our hearts and souls into the team and what was happening and, and honestly you know I was I was acting as the financier as well but it became not just taxing on finances but it became taxing on time and having families and having lots of activities work. But then when the things kind of had a weird shift uh, in culture, I feel, uh, within the team and the organization and uh, some unceremonious leaves, it, it felt more personal than it probably should have because it's a team, let's be honest. But there's people, you know, and so I was a, we, were, we were so far invested that when things like that happened, it almost felt like a personal affront, even though it had zero to do with us, right, and to me. So... Um, at that point, I think we just we didn't want to say it because this was like the baby we had been, <laughs> you know, we'd been raising. But it felt like it was time to just kind of just put it down for a while. And I don't think either one of us wanted to mention that. So we just kind of let let it slide and slide and slide. And the next thing you know, it just dead. It was just dead. I was personally just burned out, checked out, done. Um, and I think that also derived around uh, just work as well. I was really burned out there i was in a long-term relationship with the old company <laughs> as well and so put it all together it was a shit sandwich of just not feeling like you know no motivation and and not feeling that 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 heart or spark and passion yeah and now before. now you and i work together at the same company yeah uh plot twist yeah uh, a year ago <laughs> basically yeah um uh, i uh i left a 15-year relationship at a large company and came over to uh another company and uh, yeah, work with you. Yeah, yep. It's, it's interesting. Pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. <laughs> it but, really is. Uh, uh, which is funny because it's full circle because we uh, we met at the old company yep. that you <laughs> you worked for. That's so true. It was very yeah. it was very appropriate. And, the, and to a couple of the things that you talked about too is that um, we we enjoyed. I think the, the the parts we enjoyed of the show was talking to players. Um, you know, getting to know them, getting to know yeah. some of the other things that they are into other than soccer. I mean, that's there's a lot of other podcasts that are out there that are great, but they have their own niche like, uh, you know, sock takes. If you want to check them out, they're very statistical and then very analytical. Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear that. But I think it might be just the, the headphones. Anyway, okay. uh, well, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, so there's sock takes. Now there's like a, what is it? No mean soccer. Yeah. I think is something that's out right now that talks a little bit about uh, Indianapolis soccer and then uh, speedway soccer. Yeah, I think is another podcast that's out right now. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the that that was probably the coolest part about us is that we we offered a little bit more of an in depth. Um, we just didn't care about the the no. standard questions. Right. It was. I think that's what what I found most intriguing when we got talking to these guys is you realize a lot of them. You know. You had the vets who you talked to, and they'd really been through the grinder or whatever. They've kind of worked through that. 
semi-pro, like pro mm-hmm. and top end league to whatever down. But then you had the young kids that were kind of coming in and just to hear the the bevy of stories and the wide array of different experiences these people have come through. I think a lot of times in general interviews, you don't hear that. You get the, tell me when you started playing. And there's, again, there's nothing wrong with asking traditional questions. I think for us, it was by the third question, this is going to derail. And now all of a sudden they don't even realize what they're talking about. And then you just kind of get a true picture of who they are. Right. And I think it like resonated because it took them a bit. And then all of a sudden the, player would realize hold on like i've never been i've never talked about this story ever before and then so then later on they just would come up and we just have normal conversations they realized we weren't just interviewing them because they're the new player on the team it was like we really wanted to get to know them right. and i think that was yeah was right special. and that's the, that was i think one of the things too that uh also the some of the movement around in on the front office side uh hindered our ability to have those type of conversations yeah because uh we had people that we had uh you know grown with with them growing within the team and when they left and or, or either was were let go or quit yep. uh we didn't have that same access anymore um now it's very strange and i remember i actually can tell you exactly when i started to kind of have uh because I was disenfranchised for for sure from the team as a whole. I, did, yep. I don't think I went to one home game last nope. year. Uh, and when I know that when Josh Mason, who has been one of our biggest cheerleaders since like early on in the in in the he, shows, he really has. He's he's such a good guy. Yeah. And so we, uh, Josh Mason, who is now VP of Marketing and Sales, I think at uh, Indy Eleven, um, he had blo- he has been the one person who has consistently every couple of months have just blown us up in text and be like when are you yep. going to do a show again. Yep. Um what do we need to do to get you back to a game? I think <laughs> I think part of it was uh uh from a selfish standpoint in terms of uh benefiting the team. Um but then uh, the other side is, is I do you know he ha- is ge- a genuine person where he's like yeah I like listening to you guys. He was the he was one of the first. It was him and yep. Gabe. Yep. Went down to Bruges, and we had that interview after about four triple to ripples, which you're not really supposed <laughs> not to have. Supposed to, yeah, yeah so there's a limited limit. two. Oh, two or three. Yeah, yeah there's a limited like two. Sorry, Ted, if I'm it's like ten and a half percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> Ted's gonna be like, I swear to God, how did you tell people that you got more than? Uh, yeah. more than the us. funny thing is, is that I, it might have been because of us that they put a limit on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they um they just uh. So, yeah, so he, from the beginning there, he was absolutely, um, you know, as he rolled through and then became the president of the BYB, mm-hmm. um, I mean, really it was allowing us to kind of have the freedom to be associated with them and giving some backing and, and really pushing our content, which was great, and got us into relationships with Rakestraw um, and Howder and all those. And it was right, but I just had a, at a point it just became uh, stale, I think. Um, because it became so formulated. Even it's funny is for off script as we are, and just how we derail everything. It's also, amazing. Chris, Chris uh, multiple times had tried to bring outlines to shows uh, or yeah, questioning because, a line of questioning to the show, and within three minutes he's like, "Well, I'm not going to use yeah. these at all." So even even at that, it just it it's funny how unstructured we were, how unbelievably confining and structured it felt. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't think that that could be a thing, but it was, and so. Yeah, so man, th- th- here we are. Let's just let's fast forward. Let's press the fast forward button. Yeah, and here I and think
I think the reason that it's important to talk about this is that uh, that disenfranchisement that you and I had felt, I think that there's people that we know personally that felt the same way. Uh, whether it's the move to Lucas Oil, whether it's the way that the, the team was run, whether it's the way that some of the appointments of the front office was definitely not the best idea uh, to do. Um, but uh, back to what I was really originally saying, when I, when I stopped to feel that, or when I started to make that turn out of that disenfranchised mode, uh, it was when I saw Colluder uh, at a game uh, with a Indy 11 polo on and a, a lanyard because he was back. Um, being involved with the team and i think yeah. uh, another guy who has been a big champion of ours for a long time is john cluter yeah, as well for sure um so that being said fast forward to now um it was very funny to have chris and i have a conversation one day and talk about like uh how you and i decided to um think about wanting to do a show uh yep. at the same time without talking to each other <laughs> yeah literally it was the uh the opener this year yep <clears throat> i actually just turned in right before halftime or right at halftime almost yep. and uh kick it on and i just started watching and i was just like man you know uh and just started messaging you and next thing you know it was like <laughs> we should uh we should start talking about this and we're just kind of riffing off each other about you know players that are out there and then uh it was seeing um just some of the it was just it was weird it was just kind of like a little bit of the magic was there and i started feeling i realized i just don't have the anger or the disenfranchised feeling yep. and it was i wonder i feel like man not that not that we're a gift to people but i wonder <laughs> <laughs> we've been withholding we're definitely know, not yeah. a gift no to people, god that's no for sure. no curse maybe but uh yeah it was just weird that conversation and just kind of kicking it through and i told annalise uh my wife and she's like you guys should totally, you know, you should just try to get back in and, and just do some shows. And I think Rebecca was yep. kind of saying the same thing. Yep. So, yeah. And I, uh, it's, um, it's weird because I know that for those of you who are listening, first off, thank you for listening to us for who knows how long you've been listening to us and follow us on, on social media and all that kind of fun. And I've tried to make sure that at least during some important soccer games, uh, mm -hmm. I was watching, uh, a good amount of games online uh, or through uh, the TV last year. I just didn't go to the game because yep. it's just the game didn't feel. Yep. And Mason called us and we both had, we had conversations with him about yep. like why, um, which is another story. But um, yep. I think that uh, trying to keep active on social media and keep relevant that way, uh, especially with even once we started seeing a bunch of retweets and, and comments and things like that from last game, uh, of people who just found the, the Twitter account but didn't actually listen to any of the shows. Yep. I, I started to think, back. well, it's a whole new team. One of the things that I think the only person that we've had on the Pasher. show is Pasher, is Tyler. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's so many great personalities on the team just from interviews and from uh, just seeing how they react to fans and how they play the game that would be great to have on. So it's definitely not going to be a shortage of content as well uh, one person that is definitely on my bucket list to talk to is jordan farr because that guy seems hilarious yeah so i would love to be able to talk to him um and no and you know also no offense to brad ring who had his little b uh, bruise with brad or whatever it was called yeah uh and that's a player talking to a player versus just two schmucks talking to players yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the interview, uh, the interviews are a little different. The the que the, the line of questions. A little Brad, different. I love you. Yeah, not an interviewer. Not an interviewer. <laughs> I, but you know what? But hey, you gotta you got you don't know until you try. Yeah. You don't know until you try. Yeah, so, I enjoyed watching it. BTW Brad Ring. 
amazing guy. Yeah. Great family. Uh-huh. Julie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, much love to you guys. <laughs> I still see you at the daycare every about every week. So. Oh, yeah. They go yeah. to the same daycare mm-hmm. as you. Yeah, they do. There you go. Yeah. Them and their 27 kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they like popping them out. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Womp womp. No. Brad's show was great. Uh, it was um, the cool part about that show, uh, and I don't know if they're going to do it again, but um, the cool part of that show was like just two teammates talking to each other yeah for sure which is a different dynamic that nobody else is going to get um the the thing that is interesting and that i would love to 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 kind of rediscover again is are those conversations with those different players and and how they feel like the usl has grown or the way that just anything has grown from from where they're at now to where they were beforehand yeah i would say on the player but i will say just in general i would say the level of play is considerably different and again no offense to how it was before but it is a much better product It is a much more polished product you can tell just even on our team alone there are it you always have had some you know players with skill and again this is not a, a knock on anybody that ever played on the team before but you can tell when there's a there's a level of play across the board where touches, first touches, passes, and just vision, right? So creativity and vision, it's just different. That second half of that first game was just absolutely – it was clinical. It was not like anything you had ever seen coming – well, it flashes. Mm-hmm. Again, somebody's going to be like, you obviously haven't been paying attention because, you asshole, well, you took years off and you would have seen what? this. We haven't been paying attention. Yeah, no. you're right. So, Peter. you know, hey, you know. <laughs> Fuck me then. Oh, well. So, but point being is that it was great to watch and it was, and that's not what, you know, gets me more excited to do this, but it was just a, you can tell there is a difference even in the USL. Um, the the talent and the product being put on the field is, is different than it was three years ago, four years ago. So. Yeah. And I, I do think that um, the whole purpose of, of this episode of this show is just to kind of let you know from our standpoint where we've been, what we're, what we've been thinking about what we're trying to do and uh then understand yeah then understand exactly what um all of that looks like from uh from a standpoint of really understanding um where we're going as a team and where we're going as just where players have come from and where they're going to shout out to the nasl (laughs) r.i.p and peps yes obviously so yeah that's really all i I mean that's the whole purpose of this um i think that we have we still have um, some access that ha- gives us a, a little bit of a leg up on, on what you're going to hear this year. Um, we feel like we're back. I feel comfortable behind these microphones again. Yeah. Like we never left, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, and so I do think that there's a lot that we can that we can bring you guys, and hopefully that you are still with us and listening to this show. Let us know what you want to hear, too, what you've heard in the past that, that you've liked or what you want to uh, hear in the future as well. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got, huh? That's all I got. Hey, stay safe. Stay clean. Stay clean. Wash your hands, you dirty bastards. <laughs> yes, wash your fucking hands. Please. And t- take this a little bit more seriously than some people. Yeah. Love you all. Okay. Missed you. Bye. Bye, buddy.